Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice, a second edition Pathfinder, Pathfinder second edition podcast. Tony, you ready to get us going? I am. All right. Um, So, everybody here, what happened last time on Paper, Pencil, Dice? Well, we met the dashing character, Hump Bottomsworth, and he was leaving his uh, native town of Nip and headed to a town of Inconovus, where he met a guard at the gate of the city. A very dashing guard, Athir. Very dashing. Um, And somehow we came upon a shop that uh, seemed to have some wrongdoing going on inside, um, but had a goblin that uh, you seem to might have... might have um, acquired something of his. Well, if he's going to leave his dagger out like that, I'm going to take it. Uh, he seemed to, he was investigating what he kind of stumbled upon this shop, kind of as an investigator, but almost too conveniently there as an investigator for the crime at hand. Right? Mm-hmm. Something seemed off, and then something flew out of the shop and smacked uh, our. Very brave Gathal. Jathal. 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 And there was an appalling crime of something <laughs> taking my necklace. So now we are off on our way to try and find... And the last thing that happened was there was one more mysterious uh, chaser that was uh, going into this. So um, we'll find out more about him as we unfold. So first of all, before we do, this is going to be a skill challenge. Now, uh, for the listeners... This is not standardly something of Pathfinder 2nd Ed. This is something that I do, uh, that I've done most of my uh, role-playing games. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, well-received way uh, to narrate, essentially, a non-combat challenge. Uh, so what we, this is inherited, actually, out of a 4th um, edition rules, 4th edition Dungeons & Dragons rules, where they had, they had specifically designed skills challenges. Um, and then there is an adaptation of that known as Lord Kensington's Rules of Skill Challenge, uh, where when you make a when you make a skill check, um, it you you make the attempt, it gets the uh, you, you you declare what you're going to do, what 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 the goal is of the skill challenge. Uh, you roll your skill check, and you either succeed or fail. Uh, eight successes makes a, a win to the skill challenge and you accomplish your goal. Uh, three failures and you fail the skill challenge. Sometimes the overall goal might still be accomplished, but there will be some drawback or sometimes the overall goal will be failed. Depends on, on the nature of the failure and how badly you failed, how much you succeeded before you failed. Um, additionally, part of the Lord Kensington's rules is that uh, if you make a, if you use a specific skill, you cannot use that same skill on your next turn Additionally, the person immediately following you cannot use the skill of the person preceding them. Uh, one of the things I want to touch on is the lore skill. Lore is exploded out to hundreds of different skills. Um, all lores count equally as far as whether or not you can use a, a lore following uh, <coughs> based on the following person or based on your previous turn. So if we use a lore, we can't. Use, if I use a lore, Chris can't use a lore. Yes, if right? you use, for example, you have scribe lore, and and uh, Chris follows you, he can't use a warfare lore okay. immediately following, because they both are the lore skill. Sure. Okay. Um, so, um, any questions about how skills challenges works? So there's Lord Kensington. Lord Is he Ken- actually knighted by the queen? I have no idea. I did, that's just, that's the rule that's the, na- that's the name of the system that, <laughs> I, that I'm familiar with. Um, I really like using it. I've used it in several games prior to this, and I wanted to continue using it uh, here. So it's, it, this is essentially a house rule that we're going to have here on, on paper, pencil, dice. So um, anyway, so as we touched on, um, everyone, so let's first of all... I've got a question um, before we get started. Um, I Something about Pathfinder hero points. There's something we're supposed yes. to be doing oh, with those? Thank you. Thank you very much for reminding me on that. Um, hero points. Um, it, th- this is a system in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, so you, you have a hero point. Um, every at the at the beginning of each play session, you gain one hero point, uh, or I should say rather, you reset to one hero points. It doesn't matter how many you had the previous day. If you had anywhere between three and zero, you automatically reset to one. So it is a use it or lose it per play session. Uh, you can use the hero points to re-roll any d20 die roll, whether that be an attack roll, a skill check, or anything else of the na- of the like, a uh, saving throw, for example. Um, additional to that. 
You can, if you have at least one hero point, and you ever go below zero hit points, you can you can spend all your hit po- or all your uh, hero points going down to zero, no matter how many you have, to reset back to zero zero hit points and gain and not gain the dying condition. So you essentially you go unconscious and you don't die. Um, We'll cover the dying rules later if it comes up. I, I don't want to dive into that right now. Um, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's how hero points work. Now, for the, the purpose of uh, Paper, Pencil, Dice, uh, the, the podcast we're doing here, it's difficult to keep track of play sessions because we're going to have... Uh, we record multiple sessions or multiple episodes in a single play session. So as opposed to tracking it by play sessions, we are instead going to track it that it resets on every extended rest. So when you take a long rest, you will reset back to one hero point. Uh, one other thing to cover before we touch on the, um, the skills challenge is, uh, Brian, your character has a feat called Ancestral Heritage. Can you give me a quick description of what that does? Well, with Ancestral Longevity, uh, what that does is um, if I have an elf that is over 100 years old, that um, I can uh, choose a skill at the beginning of the, the day as I ready um, and uh, act as if I am trained within it. So um, for, for today's tr- tr- uh, session, I, I had picked religion because my character was being a city guard, which we'd, he would need to act with uh, the populace and possibly priests and whatnot. So we need to know okay. some of those things. So you, have the, you are trained in the religion skill for today. Yep. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. So again, to remind everyone, you guys were chasing down this mechanical looking dragonfly that was carrying some sort of an object that you didn't quite get a chance to look at. And now Jethal's necklace as well at the same time. And it is uh, zipping down the, uh, the, the alleys. And currently uh, in hot pursuit is Aether, Jethal, and Hup um, chasing it with, uh, in the distance behind, uh, Investigator Teak and some other mysterious figure. So how, how uh, now that I see this thing flying away from me, how large is it? Um, it's about the size of a small dog. Okay. Um, so it's it's very large for a dragonfly. Um, mm-hmm. You also see it definitely looks mechanical. There's appears to be visible gears on it that are that you know that are turning as the wings are wings are beating, um, and it's it's flying away down the uh, down the alley. So, so you would say larger than bulk one. Yes, larger than bulk one. is okay. Yes, that bulk is the system of weight in the system. So, yes, if we are treating this as an as a item, um, it would be larger than bulk one. It's probably, probably as far as its weight based on it's mostly metal, uh, it's probably bulk one or two. In Pathfinder 1, when I got to play with you, you would get to ask, you know, can we do some sort of knowledge check to figure out what it is? Mm-hmm. Can we do some sort of check to figure out what this thing is? Uh, that would be something you would do during the skill challenge. Okay, fair enough. Um, since that is a skill check. Okay. So, um, so we'll go ahead and start off now. The goal, of the, uh, your goal to accomplish this is to stop it and possibly try to retrieve the two objects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, go ahead and give me a perception check because perception is used as your initiative in the system. <laughs> oh boy. And I'll go around the table. So, Chris. Um. I'm the second Chris, and I've got a 22. 22. Okay. And Jethal? Uh, six. Six. And Hup? 16. And Aether? 19. 19. All right. So we are going to go in order. Our mysterious Chris at the moment is goes on 22. Uh, Aether goes on 19. Hup goes on 16. And... Jethal goes on six. Um, all right, so we'll start off with you. Okay, the mysterious guest is going to wants to try acrobatics and see if somehow grab it or like land on it or something. So we had already said that you were the furthest back in the group, so you're gonna uh, try to like run, like are you gonna try like run up a wall and backflip and land on it? Oh, I, I, something fancy like that. That would okay. be awesome. There's there's a bunch of walls. It's it's going down an alley, so you have the exterior walls of the buildings. Okay, can I instead of trying to do a backflip on it, can I like 
try to jump as it's turning. That's how I gain gain up to it. So if it goes to turn left, I'm trying to cut it off at the pass. That makes perfect sense. Okay, so go ahead. Parkour action. Yeah, there you go. Hardcore parkour. Hardcore parkour. All right. Uh, seven and six, 13. 13. 13 is a success. Oh, nice. So, um, <laughs> he is able to, uh, he runs up and he leaps off of the building and grabs onto it. It kind of twists itself out of his grip a little bit, but he's now, it's kind of now sort of spinning out of control trying to get its, uh, regain its bearings. So up next is going to be Aether. All right. Um, a mysterious uh, gnome has appeared out of nowhere and leapt onto it. That's weird. That is very strange. Um, question for you. Uh, I have the Warfare lore skill, is, and that's, I think, from what I understand, is like uh, judging the battlefield and, and the situation. Is would that Could I use that to judge what's in the alley to see if there's something usable to knock down onto the dragonfly or anything of that nature? If you can explain it to me, uh, explain to me like what you're using in the alley to do so. Um, well, I, I, I need to figure out if there's something I can use. I'm not. Can Can you describe if there's anything? Because that's what I th- think maybe the lore skill might be used for. So this this is an alley. These are buildings that are probably anywhere between two to three stories tall. Um, that it's going down. Like there's, clothing holes. You know, there's holes probably, lines yeah, and stuff there's, like there's that. probably someone who's who suspended a wire across the alley in drying clothes. There's probably um, some uh, some areas of refuse where they're either washing clothes out in the alley or there's you know just garbage piled up outside of a business. Okay. Um, would I be able to uh, try to use the lore skill to try to um, see if I could. I don't know if it'd be appropriate for this or not, but uh, try and knock down uh, like a clothesline to get entangled within the the wings of the. So, honestly, trying to trying to use use it as a, like a trap for it to fall into that to me feels more like a thievery skill. Okay. Hmm. Uh, warfare lore. If you were trying to use that, that would be more along the lines of you've uh, you've assessed the area and have ascertained this is the best course of action, and then you would maybe give instruction to the rest of the group. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, for example, we all, we know that Hup is coming up next next after you. Uh, you could figure out that the line is the best tactic tactical option and explain that to him. Okay. Um, I, I would I would like to see if I can explain it properly to Hup. Okay. Um, that that uh, I feel like this is some of the clotheslines might be able to entangle this device. Sounds good. So go ahead and roll that for me. I have a 17. 17. 17 is a success. Sweet. Two successes. Two successes. So you are able to identify the clothing line uh, suspended over the alley and say and call out that that is something that we can take advantage of. And you pointed out to Hup, knowing that Hup probably is, is better suited at actually utilizing something like that than you are. Okay. So Hup is going to try to take that information and mm-hmm. use the line to... I guess I'm thinking like a disabled device almost, or mm-hmm. something of that nature. Disabled device is covered under thievery. Now. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So it is a, it is a sub-skill underneath thievery. So he's going to try to do that. Do I get an advantage or do an extra bonus since he's giving me information to kind of help? He's almost assisting me in His, his assistance was essentially another success on the skill challenge. Okay, fair enough. So he will, Hup will try to do a little dodge thing and totally gets a rolls of two, adds seven to it, so a nine, which is probably a success. A nine <laughs> is not a success. So you've, you've instructed him perfectly on exactly where to throw his dagger, and instead he throws his dagger or throws something, throws like a rock, and it ends up going through a nearby window. And, and uh, it, it, you, you hear some sort of a, a scream out, out above. A woman falls from the, <laughs> falls from no. the third story building <laughs> onto the device, <laughs> killing both her and said dragonfly, right? No. That, no. Maybe <laughs> on a natural one that might have See, I was just anticipating that he would have said, what, you want the closing line? And he grabbed it and he entangled himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so up next will be Jathal. Uh, so I would have... 
I'm near them, I would have heard his description. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess it's not really a skill, but can I use spells during this? Yes, so okay. it, since you are an arcane caster, mm-hmm. it would be arcana. Would be the spell, or would be the skill that you would use when you're to to narrate casting a spell during a challenge. Like okay, this. so what I want to try and do is use my mage hand spell. Okay. To essentially do kind of the similar thing with move, the move it in its path. Move it into its okay. path. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. So that's a. So I just am adding the Arcana skill to this, right? Yes, yeah, so what'd you roll on the die? Yep. So it is a 17 on die plus seven, so 24. Yep. 24, a 24 is a critical success. Um, Ooh, that means we move up twice, I think. We get, two <laughs> we get two wins, right? Is that what that means? No, but what I will do is, is you have bought, so a critical success, has bought and and essentially there is going to be a a riding so here's here's how i've i've chosen to handle critical success and critical failure during a skill challenge if you get a critical success you've added essentially a a, a, a riding reroll that anyone else in the party can use okay um if you roll a critical failure you may not reroll it even with a hero point and it also removes any riding rerolls that are that are out there oh i could use a okay. hero point on that last one you could have used the final last. Oh, I think I'll use his bonus then before we roll my last one. That would have been a good idea to go back in time. But um, there can be no no more than one writing um, reroll. Okay. You can't accrue a whole bunch and then never fail. Sure. Um, all right. Up next is we're gonna go back to our mysterious companion. Sweet, the mysterious companion cannot use acrobatics this time, so he's got to figure out something else. Yeah, nor can you use Arcana. I can't use Arcana either. So, um, I th- think I would like to fake it out a little and okay. see if I can um, get it to accidentally hit itself against something. Okay. So, so try to pretend like I'm going to do the exact same thing where it can see me. And so it tries to move. And as it moves, I'm going to try to have it move at a certain time and place where it hits a, hits a wall or hits a something. Okay, so yeah, it's it's at this point tangled up in the uh, one of the four wings is disabled right now, being tangled up in the uh, the clothes wire. So it's not you you recognize that it's not as as agile as it once was. So yeah, you're gonna try to zig when it zags. Basically, yeah, I'm hoping it, that's a deception check. That would be a deception check. Sweet. All right, we'll try that. Make it run into something. Natural Ooh, twenty. So that adds another ten to it. Plus seven, so 37. 37. All right, so a 37 is absolutely a critical success. You Do already you want to have, re-roll that? <laughs> you already have the writing re-roll, so you don't gain it again. Okay. Um, but the... So you, you successfully get the... Uh, it, you're able to essentially fire a, a bolt of... Or are you going to fire like something at it from the ground since it's in the air? No, I want to try the... I wanted to pretend like I was going to do the acrobatics thing again okay. and just so that it, it smashes against something. Okay, so you essentially at, at a moment where it's supposed to turn left, you dive in its way so it then has to evade you and hits the wall. Yeah, I think, so, I think so I'm going to grab it again, yeah. Bounces off the wall a little bit and now it's attempting to use its wings to uh, get it back in the air but it seems to be in rapid free fall at the moment. Up next is Aether. All right. Um, how far away am I from this this thing? Um, you're in, in narrative time. You could easily get to it this round. It's as best as it stopped its forward momentum. All right. Um, is is it very high up? Uh, it, it, how 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 uh. How high in the air is this thing? Is it a um, few feet off the air? It's ground? probably at this point in time because the um, it's probably about 10, 10 to 15 feet out in the air at the moment. Okay. I am going to try to run up to it and leap and uh, grab the underside to try to, by my weight, pull it down. Pull it down. That sounds like an athletics check. All right. Let's see what we got going on here. Um, that is a 10. Overall? Uh, yeah. All right. That is not a success. Can I use the rider? You can use the rider. All right. Is a 15 a better number? A 15 is a better number. 
All right, so that is a success. So, um, what you're able to do is, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, what you're able to do is run up, uh, jump, and you are about to miss it. And a small gust of air seems to be propelled up uh, from something invisible underneath you. That, per, that gives you just the added lift and helps you grab onto it. And now, essentially, you're holding onto it. And it's still fighting you. It's trying to fly a little bit. But being that you weigh considerably more than it does, you are, you are gliding it down to the earth and riding it, essentially like a glider at the moment. Right. And up next, we will go to Hup. Before you go there, what's our successes and failures? You are currently at five successes and one failure. Sweet. Okay. Okay, so Hup is going to use his... Uh uh, acrobatics okay. skill to try to uh, recover from the terrible failure he had last time. And by the way, that was the goblin's dagger that was thrown out. By <laughs> okay, you do the goblin's dagger. That sounds like hope. That's probably why. That's probably why he missed in general. It's not a well balanced dagger, <laughs> right? Not used to it. So he's going to use acrobatics to try to uh, close the distance and then kind of grab on to. Uh, Athir's ankles to help pull down even. Okay. So it is a 15 plus 7, so 22. 22 is a success. Is that a critical success? It is not a critical success. You did not succeed by 10. But it's now six successes. Six successes and one failure now. So yes, uh, Hup sprints up and he's able to, using his acrobatics, have a pretty good leap to get a fair amount up in the air. Grabs on, actually he's able to grab on better than just on those angles, he actually kind of grabs onto your shoulders and grabs onto it as well. And the two of you together have successfully pulled it down to the ground. And it appears to now be immobilized. Um, unfortunately, a uh, red light begins blinking on it. <laughs> Up next yeah. is Jethal. Uh, I would like to run up to it. Now that it is on the ground. Okay. And uh, take my necklace back. Okay. <laughs> uh, Thievery. So it is, yeah, it, it's kinda, it kind of has a, like a, a grip on it. So uh, I can see thievery to try to disable the, the mechanism that's holding onto it. Uh, athletics to maybe just use your strength to pull, to pry it apart. Uh, do you have any other? I'm not good at any of those. Um, you used uh, Arcana last time. Otherwise, yes. I would say that you could use that to maybe, you know, right. teat it up and maybe diplomacy and try to convince it that you should give it up. You're <laughs> certainly welcome to try. I, I uh, deception. Yeah, yeah. Let's try that. Let's deception. Try. Convince it that so, you are actually well, the dragonfly. <laughs> diplomacy, like w- w- the way I would I would narrate diplomacy is if you convince some random passerby to open up the arm. Pretty much. Like, yeah. yay you! <laughs> so, uh, I, actually, I think what I kind of want to do then is actually more of a around uh, try and, is, I guess, is there any other guards around? Or There's, can I maybe try and diplomacy the, the, uh, um, the goblin friend sure. of ours can to you, try and give me my necklace, get me my necklace? Can he use diplomacy on one of us? Uh, yeah, you can use diplomacy on the party during skill challenges. Typically during, like, standard narrative play, you can't change a, another player's opinion in the mm-hmm. game. But for diplomacy, like, if you, you could use diplomacy to, like, spur your your comrades to, to do better or stuff like that. You know, words of uh, inspiration could be diplomacy. I really want my necklace back. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's so, fine. I was just giving him explanations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would like. I think I want to try and talk the goblin. Talk the goblin into trying to get my get me my okay. necklace back. <laughs> I this is like a cocked, Yeah. This is like a twenty-two to me. It's a seven plus. Ooh, uh, so twelve. Twelve is not a success. But he has a hero point. You do have a hero point. Do you want to use your hero point? That will be gone yes. for the rest of the day. Let's use it. Okay. As an 18 plus 7. That is I'm sorry, success. plus 5. So, uh, right. 23. So go ahead and mark off your hero point. Yep. 
And you are up to seven successes. So, seven was, that, was that a critical success? I think it was, wasn't it? I'm sorry, 23. 23 is a critical success. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So I, I did not hear the, the number. Yes. So you do now have, a, again, a writing reroll. Um, so with seven successes, one more will win it all, and we will jump back to our mysterious friend over here. All right, so somehow we've got to disable this thing before it explodes. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to get all this stuff out. We won't be able to figure out what it is. The, the goblin is currently working on trying to disassemble, disassemble the mechanism uh, on the thing that is holding onto his necklace. Right? Yeah, I, what I'm looking at is stopping it from, from exploding or whatever it's fixing to do, teleporting or whatever, because uh, I don't want to lose this thing. Um, probably just has confetti that shoots out of it. Confetti that shoots out of it? Um, it's confetti. <laughs> <laughs> so does... You can't... Can You can't charm like a... Can we, can I, could I use a spell like a charm to say, hey... You don't. You don't really want to do that blinky light thing that you're doing now. It's. You are welcome to try. It's an inanimate. Yeah, it's an inanimate object. Yeah. Okay. Charm is real. I. I, I, I will not tell you whether or not it will succeed until you until you declare that you're trying. It. I think it will. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it will. That's probably a bad idea. Um. You used you used warfare before me. Um, last skill I used was uh, athletics. athletics. Okay, and he used persuasion. Persuasion. and athletics are off the table for you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Only the one who went immediately before you, which was him, which was diplomacy, okay. and then what you used last time, which was acrobatics. Acrobatics. All right, so I'm going to use warfare lore um, and say, hey, we need to all get around and figure out how we can disable this thing. Let's use magic. Let's use technology. Let's do disable device. All whatever skills you've got, let's go at this thing and try to figure out a way to get it disassembled and stop the blinking lights. I, I don't know if that, that constitutes warfare lore because that's like the, the, the history of war. Okay. Um, if you're if you're wanting to like have convince everyone to throw everything at it, that would be either diplomacy, which unfortunately is off the table, okay, or understanding how the mechanism inside works, which would be thievery. Which would be thievery. Man, all right, um, man, um, you have a writing reroll, and you also have a hero point. You could reroll twice. Additionally. You still have two more failures to go before you lose the skill challenge. So Might there's not there's not else. a lot there, there's not you, you you can use any skill even the ones without anything written in them. Oh really? Because I thought thing, you had to be trained to use them. You have to be trained to gain a proficiency bonus in them. All right. But for example, like performance here, I'm not saying you should use performance, but performance pulls out your charisma, which you give you a plus four. <laughs> oh oh, gotta gotta get it. All right, so my dexterity is a three, so I'm gonna try thievery. I'll just try the the plus three. Okay. And I want to. I'm trying to get this thing to stop blinking or whatever. Okay. I don't want to lose so it. So you're trying to figure out the mechanism and. Yeah. Uh, so what what's that on the die? On the die, it's four plus the three is seven. That's seven. A, that's that's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends on your definition of good because unfortunately that is a failure. Uh, all right, I'll try. I'll do the reroll. The writing reroll. Writing right. reroll. That, what is that that's on the worse. Die? That's a three on the die, so that's a six total. Okay, so you still have your hero point, or do you want to accept the failure? I'll accept the failure. All right. Let somebody else go. So uh, the, the mysterious gnome walks up and goes, don't worry, guys, I got this. And he starts, <laughs> he starts playing with it, and he finds a, a, a wire, and he pulls out a small knife and cuts the wire, and now the red light is blinking faster. <laughs> and then immediately turns around and walks away and goes, never mind, I don't have it. <laughs> now it's to Aether. Now, Aether, you do not have a writing reroll, and one more failure will fail at all, but a success will also win it all. I want to yell at the goblin and tell him to fix it. With intimidation? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's see how all this works out. I don't want to be like, hey, you can't walk away from this. That you have always, to fix this thing. That always works with my kids. Be smarter. Okay, you yell at the goblin or the gnome? The goblin. Goblin. Well, you can yell at both, really. Right. <laughs> I yell at them both. How about that? Uh, 20 plus... Uh, it's uh, a natural 20? Yeah, it's natural so 20. add another 10. With so that'd be um, 24 plus 10. Would be that is a critical success. If you could have another writing reroll, you would, but you win the skill challenge. Nice job, man. So... 
Um, you guys are able to, uh, you're essentially all like, don't do that, fix it! And at which point the goblin's like, ah! And <laughs> goes through and he finally, you know, he just cut, takes all the wires and cuts them all at once. <laughs> and he goes, and then the red light just slowly fades away and it, it stops. I was hoping he was going to uncut all the wires. <laughs> and you now have a non-functional mechanical device. And... In its uh, it, in its grasp appears to be a small clay object. It's a clay cube, but the inside of the clay cube there appears to be some sort of a a glass or crystalline orb. That's kind of so it's a cube with an orb inside of it. But the cube is only the framework of a cube. Oh, it's like, okay, gotcha. So it's and my necklace. And and well, you already got your necklace. Okay. He, he was working on your necklace already. Okay. He killed. So. He he then stopped doing that. Went back, stopped the device, and then went back and got your necklace. Okay. And so you have your necklace, and then this oh, this precious. strange trinket of a crystalline orb inside of a clay uh, square framework or cube framework. Okay. Detect magic. Do you have the detect magic spell? I do. Okay. I was just gonna do. Oh, you can do it if you want. Nope. Go for it. Double detect. You will do it first. True. You might want to do it. Um, I don't know what the DC was, but uh, it's five plus my spell level, which is one, right? Well, it, it's, there should not you, you shouldn't have to roll a die. You simply declare that you cast the spell. And, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Mm, you sure? I, I could be wrong on that. Right. I mean, it's a cantrip. I think it simply detects presence or absence, though. Doesn't tell you what kind of magic. It doesn't tell you what kind of magic or, or what's magical, and it doesn't even tell you if this object in particular is magical. It tells you if there's something magical in the area. Oh, crud! All right, well, someone might be carrying something magical. You detect illusionary magic only if there's magic effect has a lower level than the level you detect magic skill. That's it. Uh, however, items that have an illusionary aura but aren't deceptive in appearance, such as an invisible visibility potion, typically are detected normally. Yeah, because detect magic typically is it's it's improved based upon yep. your level, right? As yep. opposed to a die roll, right? Oh, okay. So yeah. based yep. upon your right. level, you successfully detect that there is a presence of magic somewhere, some so somewhere in a 30, 30 feet of you. All right. Well, never mind. That was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. You've successfully... The question is, are you in possession of something currently magical? Uh, No, I'm not. So then you know that there is something magical other than you that's here. Okay. And you hear a a voice in your your ear that says, Ben, it's that thing. (laughs) Shut up, Snake. Everybody step away 30 meters and everybody detect magic one at a time. (laughs) All right. So, Jathal, you said you wanted to do something? Nope. Same, same, you would have taken the same action? Yes. Okay. Would you have trusted him and his ass- uh, assessment? Or would you have... Uh, is he to- sharing that with the party? I don't know. What do you say? Um, there's something magical around here somewhere. All I care about is my necklace, so I got my necklace You back, have your necklace so back. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the investigator goes... Do you guys know what this thing is? <laughs> it's a thief. That's what it is. <laughs> what thing? It, it's like the cube is a thief. That's oh, strange. oh, the cube. Oh, I, I don't know. I was like, I was thought a thief was something else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the thing that needs to be returned back to the shop. That was the thing taken from the shop. I will take care of that then for you. Um, I think we should probably have the the local city guard take care of this. I will take it. But I'm investigating this scene. Uh, Only at the request of the city guard, of which I am a member. Would you like to request me to investigate it? No, I would not. We first would like to talk to the magistrate about this. Darn. All right. Well, um, then, being that I'm currently holding it, I will walk with you to the city guard. Uh, let's uh, let's take uh, the this goblin guy to the, to the magistrate and discuss with the magistrate the shop and this incident. So what happened in the in the shop? I was on my way there to uh, uh, there purchase was, some items. There was um, 
A little bit of a disturbance within the shop. Not sure exactly what happened there. There was some smashed items and a little bit of blood. We need to find out what happened there. Is Roderick still there? Who's Roderick? Yes, who's Roderick? Was was that the man you were there come to see? Help? I was looking for a Roderick. Oh. Which Roderick are you looking for? Looking for the owner of the shop. I've bought stuff from Roderick several times. Do you know his last name? No, he's a shop owner. Do you know shop owners' last names? No. Just, just go in there. You buy stuff, bro. You take off. <laughs> uh, guys, what's that? It's your dagger. You should go pick that up. I'll hold the sphere while you go do that. That, that doesn't look like a dagger. And he like points up, and you see, uh, you see two of these dragonflies coming, and their their eyes are red. Their eyes are red. Um. And they're heading straight towards you. I start sprinting down the alley. Yeah. My necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I am in self-preservation mode. All right. Well, as you begin your sprint. Let's go ahead and roll initiative again, and we will go into combat. This is perception, right? Perception, this is yes. the whole oddity. All right, so, well, our mysterious friend, what did you uh, roll? Uh, seven on the die, ten total. Ten total, and Aether? Nine on the die, fourteen total. Okay, hop. Is, uh, is there a way I can use, because they're coming in and kind of... Because the way they're coming in, can I use my stealth on my initiative from this one? If you were attempting to actively hide before, uh, during during the narrative space, then I would allow you to roll stealth instead of perception. Just FYI, I'm always trying to hide. That, <laughs> so as I just have a standing. I've I've had players who have said that I'm always hiding, but I unless you've declared that you're hiding, I, I don't treat it as though you're always hiding. All right. Well, I have a twenty-four. Twenty-four. And last is Jethal. I have an eight. Eight. You are not well on the initiative, are you? It is. If rolling not a natural rolling twenty well. on an initiative roll, like rolling a. Is it, is it a 30? You plus can, yes, you would still you would still add plus 10. Okay. That's good. Um, actually, yes, yes, you would still roll at that. There is no such thing as a critical success on initiative because because you cannot have a critical success or critical failure when there is no difficulty challenge to sure. meet. All right. So, these there are these two things that are now currently zipping around. And uh, they they are going to begin their assault. We are resumed. All right. So um, let's start off with their initiative as well. So one of them goes on a 26. And the other one goes on a 9. I'm still at the bottom. Once the turf, just all despite his best efforts, is still at the bottom of the initiative. One has the turbocharger, one does not. So, the first one that was running, that was running up, um, it's out of the bottom of the um, sort of chassis of the, uh, the 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 mechanical dragonfly, pops out like a knife, like a long curved blade, and it attempts to dive at. Um, We'll say it attempts to dive at Aether, because he was the one who was just shouting at the other ones to disassemble the other one. Okay. So um, it is going to make an attack roll. Okay. Or, so first action was to draw its knife out. Second okay. action was to move up to you. And third is to attempt to stab you. Okay. So it's attempt to stab. It rolls a natural 20. Okay. Um, which gets plus 10, so 30, plus its attack roll would be a 39. Okay. Is that a hit? Is that? A, <laughs> does that I, I don't know. Does that th- is that a hit on a level one character? I'm, I'm not sure. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a hit. I believe that's a critical success. Yes. Uh huh. Yes, okay. That'd be correct. So it does. Oops. One, two, three, four. Eight damage in total. Okay. Yikes. Wow. 
Um, That's not good. As, as when it hits you, when the dagger hits you, you kind of feel a small amount of electrical charge being channeled through the dagger into you from from the, the device itself. Okay, I'm awake now. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> All right. Um, that is up. Next is up. So are they within melee? One is within melee of the group. The other one is a little bit further back. Okay, so I am going to... Uh, is drawing a rapier a... Or drawing weapons a action? Yes, but you can draw all... If you have multiple weapons, you can draw them all as a single action. Okay, so I'm going to draw rapier and dagger. Okay. And uh, then do a... Uh, uh, twin faint. Okay. And make two attacks on the on one of them. Okay, and the second attack the second attack I believe counts as a sneak attack, doesn't it? Or it makes it flat footed. Makes it flat footed. Okay. Right. So the first attack is normal. So go ahead and roll your normal attack bonus. So that is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. That is a normal success. And the second one is a. The Brits subtract minus five since it's a. Minus four since it's, an, since it's a. Oh, agile weapon. Agile weapon. Good point. Uh, so it is. Uh, that is also 17, so that'd be a 15 plus 7, so 22. 22 is also a success. So the first, let's go ahead and resolve the damage on the first one. Sure. That is a d6. Okay. I believe with your. Um, the, the option you took when you built your character, you get to add your dexterity. Mod. Yeah, I add my dexterity for damage versus my strength. So I rolled a four, and I get to add four. So that is a eight, eight damage. Okay. And the second hit adds additional five points of damage. And don't forget, you because you it was flat-footed against you, you get an additional d6 of sneak attack damage. That's right. Sweetness. Which is a, actually a d6 rolled a six. So okay, so what was your total? Total is uh, 11 plus 8. So, grand total of 19? 19. 19. Okay. Um, after Hups, uh, he hits it once, it kind of spins it sideways, and then he, he gets uh, a more, uh, less armored area underneath with the dagger, um, at which point it sparks begin shooting out of it, and a red light begins blinking on it. Uh, I need to recant something. I The second attack would have been. One would have been a dagger, one would have been a rapier, right? Right. I would assume that the dagger would have been second. Yes, so that would be actually a d4. Okay. Instead, So did you roll a d6 for all I of them? I rolled a d4. Okay, so go ahead and roll your d4. So it is a one. Well, same. same. Oh, it's the same, same result? Okay. <laughs> well, don't have to change the math, but good good catch there. All right, so after Hup goes Aether. That did not destroy it. That did not destroy it. it okay. It's the, There is a red light in the, in the chassis. It would have destroyed me twice, but... <laughs> um, by the way, we did forget to add your racial hit points. You have eight more hit points, by the way. I have eight more? Yes. Okay. All right. From your race. Yeah. Yeah. What do I start off with? Um, you start, Well, we, we had forgotten to add your racial hit points. Right. So that was eight plus my level. Like eight plus, and then you get your hit points based on your constitution and your class. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Perfect. So, sorry. Alright, well, I will uh, ready my uh, longsword and shield as my first action. Okay. Um, that way, when he tries to hit me for eight okay, points so, of damage so you, again. You, you, so you start with drawing your shield and longsword. Yeah. Okay. Drawing, drawing them, sorry. Okay. Um, and then I will strike the uh, machine that just hit me. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll your attack roll with that. Okay. And we've got a uh, 17 on that one. Okay. Does that, that hit? That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. And that is uh, a 1d8 on a longsword. Okay. And that is, uh, let's see, 2 plus your strength, right? So it'd be 6. 6 total damage? Mm-hmm. All right. And that was uh, slashing damage. All right. 19 and 6. It's got to be hurting by now. Okay, so uh, do you do? So you have one more action, because you used one. You have three actions a turn. You have one action to draw your items, mm-hmm. second to attack. What would you do with your third action? Um, I think I will strike again. Okay. 
So this time you have a minus five to the attack. Okay. Well, that is a 19 plus nine. Minus which, five. Minus. So that's uh, 28 minus five is 23. 23. Not a critical success, but, but is a success. Okay. And then that would be a 1d8 again. Yep. That is a seven plus four. That's 11 damage. All right. The end of your turn, it falls to the ground and appears to no longer be moving, with the one exception of that red light that is blinking. Um, but the red light actually appears to be blinking faster now, without having to cut a wire. Up next is our mysterious friend, All right. who has still not introduced himself to the party. I have not. It's been. I've been a little busy. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, that's fair. You gotta wait. Um, let's see. Um, First action, we'll do a shield. Um, so I'll cast shield on myself. Okay, you cast the shield spell. Um, and then... How many accents does casting shield take? One. Then um, after that, we'll do uh, uh, produce flame, okay. which takes two actions. So... Produce flame. It's I still got to roll an attack, and then it's against my DC, right? Or is it just it just against it rolls against my DC? That is that is accurate. Yes. So I just roll. It just has to roll it uh, against my DC. Um. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, I think you have to actually roll an attack roll. Yes, that is a ranged attack. Ranged or melee. Well, it's, it's use your spell attack roll up here. Okay, so 13 on the die plus 7 is 20. And this is the one that you're attacking at a distance? Uh, yeah, the other one's got to be like... Yeah, the other one's on the ground, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not attacking it. Okay, so you uh, you successfully hit it, so go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 7. 7 damage. All right. You successfully uh, singed the other one. Um, Sweet. Does it melt its gears and all... Kind of no, it's a little bit of the a little bit of the webbing inside the wings has has burned away, so it's not flying quite as steadily as it did. However, it seems to be have been more irritated than injured by that, and it uh, decides to dive in and attack you. Okay. Um, so it will spend its action to draw, then to move, then to attack. All right, I have a nine. Uh, with its bonus, it gets an eighteen. Yeah, barely. Got me. Okay. So then, roll <laughs> damage. Four damage. Okay. And How does your shield help? Plus uh, one to AC. Gets it's just plus one to his armor class. He also has the option, once he has the shield spell active, that he can take the shield block action. Yeah. Which essentially gives him damage reduction. Which I'm going to wait and take in case he rolls another natural 20 again. Well, you, you, you can't do that. You have to do it on your turn. You can't do that as a reaction. Right. Oh, okay. You have to have right. You, you no. can't wait on it. It is a reaction spell, though. The shield, well, the shield, the shield block is a, is a reaction. Oh, I think you might be right. I don't know if you have to ready the shield in order to do that, though. It might just so you So um, the way that I read it is you have a shield. Uh, you cast the shield spell on you. Uh, and then you have the shield block action That's as a reaction. Yes. You could use the shield block reaction right now if you wish to. Yeah. Um, but that will dis- also dissipate your shield. No. Correct. No. Now that shield also is only good for one round until really? when you when you come back when it comes back to you. It you have to dissipate. Use, you have to, you have to use it again. Another action. Yes. You can to yeah. cast. You have to cast it again. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, essentially, it's, use it's, or lose it. you you can you can continually to use it because it's a cantrip. You can cast it an unlimited number of times. Correct. Essentially, it costs you an action every turn to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna lose it next turn, there's no reason not to do the reaction then. Right. If yeah. you do that though, then you can no longer cast it for ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes? No, yes. no, never mind. I'll, I'm gonna cast it for next turn again. Oh, yep, you're correct. It is. Yeah. Okay, I never mind. That. I don't want to lose it for ten minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> this combat could go for a while. Yeah. Right. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So that was his attack on you. Next is Jethal. Uh, I also will cast shield on okay. myself. Wise um, decision. Uh, how far away did I get before? Uh, we'll say you got about 20 feet away. Okay. After getting your... Uh, and uh, so 
I look back and I don't and I can see the one still flying, right? And yeah, the other one's still flying down on the, ground. One on the ground that's blinking red. Okay. Uh I would like to actually then cast Ray of Frost on the one that's flying. Okay. Uh, yes. So, I will make a spell attack roll, and then there's damage if I hit. Uh, that is a 17. 17 will hit. Okay. So go ahead and roll me your damage. Is a plus my spell cast ability modifier. Uh, let's see here. So that is a. So I rolled a four, and I'm yep. not sure my spell cast ability modifier. You have the regular sheet. It's right here in the top right-hand corner. If that's you have the regular sheet. Are you trying to figure out? So, are you trying to add damage? Because you, yeah. typically you would add your intelligence modifier to damage on that. Okay, so that's fine. We'll just go eight then, because I rolled a four. My okay. intelligence is a plus four. So eight. So yeah. All right. Doesn't and go ahead and you can go ahead and reference that and double check. Um, yeah, I will. Yep. So we will come back, and the first one, um, it's rapid blinking, um, stops, and it just turns solid red, and then explodes. Um, everything uh, within uh, within range, which includes all of you at the moment. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, everyone but Jethal, because Jethal is 20 feet away. Everyone else is right here. Um, will need to make me a reflex save. Really? I was that close going for the second one? Yeah, because you remember you were you were there uh, over the body of the original one, oh, and you, right. you hadn't moved since then. Dang. So we'll go around, and also the other one, which is also here, has to also make a replay save as well. Which it succeeds at. Okay, so we'll go around. Would you get a reflex save? Up. Fifteen. Okay, that is enough failure. I rolled a natural 20. Okay, so that gives you plus 10. Uh, so that'd be uh, 37. So that is a critical success, which means you take zero damage. Um, I have an 18. 18, that is a success. You say I failed? Yes, which means you take full damage. Okay. Which full damage is 11. Oh my god. <laughs> zero, you take half of it, rounded down, which is five. Five. And then you take 11 damage. Sweet, and I was hoping to take some damage. It takes a little bit of damage. Uh, it seems to like shock it a little bit, but it seems to have some sort of a ability to ground itself to a degree, which is odd, being considering it's flying. Do I can I use my nimble dodge on that? Um, n- no, because nimble dodge is for it increases your armor class, and since you used your oh, reflex, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't have increased that. Uh, all right, so it, it the, that one that exploded though that it, it completely fried any circuitry that was remaining in it, and so it is now completely motionless with no lights. Okay. Uh, up next is Hup. All right, so I am. Uh, so the goblin, did the goblin act? Uh, the goblin is currently um, he's he's try- currently trying to stab at it. He's as an NPC, he's not really that good at, at being a combatant. That's fair. Uh, I would like to. How far is he from me? The goblin? Yes. Um, He's trying to stab at the one that's, that's still alive. Probably trying to stab at the one that's still alive, yeah. Okay. So if you want to essentially have the goblin act as your turn, you can certainly do that. Nope. Uh, I'm just kind of curious. Is he's distracted? What has he done with this little cube and sphere? Uh, he's still holding it. So can I try to? Can I attempt to steal from him on that? You can certainly attempt a theory check, yes. So that'll be my action. Okay. My first action is to do that. Okay. Which is a 22. Three. Okay. 
You successfully get, uh, steal the cube from the goblin. Okay. And the goblin has, does not have to appear to have noticed because he's too distracted by a right. flying dragonfly. And then I'm going to use a rapier attack on the... Uh, on the... Uh, flying object. Okay. And for my attack on that is a 6 plus... A 13? 13 is not a success. I'd like... Can I, if I use my hero point? <coughs> I don't believe you use your hero no, point. No, use the writing re-roll. I, okay. I use the writing re-roll, no. so I would like to re-roll that. Okay. Which is worse. Okay, so that uses <laughs> uh, up your hero point. <laughs> so I would like to use my... S- um, your second attack? No, I'm going to use conceal object to hide okay. the thing on my person. So, deception? Yes. Oh, thievery. Thievery, okay. That is a 20. Okay, so you successfully take the object, do a swing, unfortunately missing, on the um, construct. And but it looks cool. It does look very All right. cool. <laughs> and, then, and, and while you're doing that, I think you, you were a little bit distracted by trying to also put it in your pack at the same time, <laughs> which made your, your swing a little bit less accurate. Right, that's, exact, that's the only reason I missed. Um, up next is Aether. All right. Um, how far away is this from me? Is it? Uh, it's pretty much adjacent to you at the okay. moment. Okay. All right. So then I don't have to move to meet it. You do not. All right. All right. Well, um, I will. I am going to strike at it. Okay. Uh, is a uh, that's a five plus nine is a fourteen a hit. A fourteen is not a hit. Okay. And then I will strike again. Okay. Uh, is a uh, 14 plus 9 is 23 minus 5 is 18. 18. Is 18 a hit? 18 is a hit. Okay. All right. So then for damage, we'll do 6 damage. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, I'd like to yell to the group um, and say, hey, does it, can anybody disable these things? Uh, don't want another one to blow up. And then I will ready my shield okay. for my third action. All right. Um, so, yes, it, there is a way to disable these. It requires thievery. Um, and it didn't work for me. This will, <laughs> um, a critical success will disable it. A success, two two successful attempts with successful disable it. Mm-hmm. A failure will do nothing, and a critical failure will cause it to detonate. Okay. Just so you, so you are aware. So um, that is your three actions. It falls. This the second one falls, and now is beginning to blink. So is it considered? Are we out of combat then? Uh, it, you, yeah, everyone could simply vacate the area and let it explode. That would be an option at this point. But I mean, if so, I could do thievery, so I could disable a device, but it wouldn't be my turn yet. We're gonna, yeah, well, if someone else wants to attempt it before it, it would be your turn, then yes, someone else okay. still has the option, which at this point, because Aether went, then our mysterious friend, and then Jethal would get to go before you, potentially. Um, Jethal already is out of range, so he probably has not a lot of motivation. I would just back up further. <laughs> <laughs> Wise man. Um, so um, the one that we disabled the first time is still close. So I want to examine that for parts and see how it works, see if I can figure out a, a signal controlling it or something. So uh, I want to grab go, that. Go ahead and give me a perception check on that. I was just going to grab it and run out of way. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were trying it. to figure it out. No, no, no. I'm going to grab it and so it doesn't explode when Got the other it. thing explodes. Okay. So you, you grab it? Yeah. Um, and it I'm, does look like there's a lot of melted... Because like, when it, and it itself exploded, it kind of fried and melted a lot of it. You're turn. talking about the first one. I'm talking about the first one that we just Which was also within the explosion, the previous oh, explosion. Ah, crud. So it was not well grounded at that point in time. So yes, the if you want to get a good quality one, you're going to have to disable this one. The third one. All right, I'm going to grab this one just in case I don't. I, I know I'm not going to be able to, and I'll cast and, a quick heal on myself. Okay. And I'm running. Nice. So seven. Um, I'm going to move out of range of the detonation as I am severely hurt okay. from the first one. 
And so we'll come to Hup. All right, so I will try to disable the device. Okay. All right, so we're all out of range. With the exception of Hup. Yes. Who's right on top of it. Yes. Uh, 20. Okay. Not natural. That is a success, not a critical one. Okay, sorry. So you can attempt it again. Great. On 11. 11 is a failure. All right. You get one, but, a third. But not a critical failure. Not a critical failure. So now you have a third attempt to do it. If you succeed on this one, you disable it. If you don't, you'll have run out of time and it will explode. Sure. Eight. Did it 18 or 13? 18 plus 7, which is a 25. 25 is a critical success. So you successfully disarm. Does I do it so well that the other one didn't blow up either? <laughs> you do not yet have time manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, yeah. Second level, maybe. <laughs> so, um, with that, uh, we have you have successfully defeated these uh, automaton. Um, uh, automaton dragonflies, and uh, we will come back next time to see what happens afterwards. All right, well, thanks for joining us on Paper, Pencil, Dice, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Paper, Pencil, Dice Podcast, a tabletop role-playing podcast.